0: Hey, welcome to the Life with Lauren podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Arrow, and I'm here to talk all things beauty, wellness, and real life. No topic is off limits. We're going to cover it all. I'm so happy you're here with me, and thank you for listening. Hey, you guys. I hope you are all having a great day. I was just hanging out in the kitchen, and I was getting frozen chicken out of the freezer, and one of my nails broke while I was grabbing it. And so I put it on the counter, you know, I was just, I was working in the kitchen. I wasn't really thinking about it. And this is probably one of those things that gives Steve the biggest ick. Have you heard of those, like what gives you the ick? And then these couples would go and like interview each other and they talk about what gives each other the ick. My glue on nails give Steve the ick so bad. But I, I honestly, I don't care. I've been wearing glue on nails for years now. I mean, since I moved to Nashville, which was in fall of 2019, I have been wearing press-ons and then glue-ons. And two years ago, he bought me this little like gold ashtray thing to put my nails in because it bothers him so much. And I'm just, it's, it's like, if it's not nearby, I just don't think about it. But I don't like, I saved the full ones. Today was very off for me, because usually I'll throw the parts away. Like usually they don't just break off, but today that happened. So I just thought I would share that with you guys. I do want to talk a little bit about glue-on nails because I love them. I just I, I enjoy them so much more than going to the nail salon. So I don't have pretty hands. I'm not one of those girls with like beautiful long fingers. My hands are short and stubby and wrinkly. I totally have my dad's hands, unfortunately, and. I take product photos for a living. So I obviously have to have my nails done at all times because if they're not done, it looks like a little boy is holding a product. It's not cute. And so I just kind of resigned myself to the fact that I have to have my nails done, even though I hate having my nails done. I hate going to the nail salon. My natural nails are also extremely weak and flaky. And so I'm going to the functional medicine doctor in a couple weeks. And that's one of the things I'm going to ask them because maybe I have some sort of vitamin deficiency. I don't know, but it's been like this my whole life. So who knows? Anyways, when I started my blog, I would go and get my nails done and I would do, I would try to get gel and gel just does not stick to my nails. It just comes right off. And so they would peel off after like a few days. And I'm like, I just paid $50 for this. Like, no, thank you. I guess gel wasn't 50, but you get the point. So then I found out that you could do acrylic with gel on top. And so I'm like, okay, I can do this. This is something I think I can get behind because the acrylic makes my nails stronger and then the gel stays on better. So that was working. And then you can switch up the color of the gel and do all that. And then dip came out and that was just a game changer for me. So dip was what I was doing for years, but I hated it. Like I, I would get such anxiety every time I would go to the nail salon because Are they going to get the shape right? Am I going to love the color? Are they going to chip halfway through my three week before my next appointment and then I have to go back? And it's just, it was just such a hassle and just such a waste of time to me. I just really dislike getting my nails done. And I feel like they don't do that massage. Like, you know, when you get a manicure and they do the full massage, I don't know why they don't do that when you're getting actual nails put on, but it's like you're paying for the torture and you don't even get any of the pleasure. So... I didn't like it. And then back in 2019, I had a brand collab with Dashing Diva, which is a press on nail company. And the first set of press on nails that I put on lasted for weeks. And I was shocked. And I have one of my girlfriends who was wearing glue on nails forever. She was always trying to get me in on them. And I was just, I thought she was nuts. It's like, there's no way I will wear glue on nails. Let me just tell you glue on nails from like, the 90s and early 2000s are not the same as what is out today we are so lucky that they've improved the technology they all look amazing now and yeah so i started with dashing diva and i wore them for about a year so i wore these press-on nails and press-on nails are fine but they are kind of annoying they don't last that long they start to lift by the cuticle they get stuck in your hair it's a whole thing when they come off they're off you can't just glue them back on And so I just found them to be annoying, but I still liked them more than going to the nail salon. But my girlfriend tried static nails and I was like, wait, those look amazing on you. This was during COVID. And so all the nail salons were closed. (laughs) All the girlies that get their nails in at this point were like scrambling to find ways to make their nails look good. And I was over here as happy as a clam with my dashing diva. I mean, they were totally fine for me. So she did static nails and I was like, wait, those look amazing on you. So then I tried static nails and I fell in love. Static nails are truly, they're like my OG glue on nails, but it changed everything for me because they don't lift at my cuticle. They don't pull on my hair. They last longer than press-ons. They just feel more secure. By the end of the week, the press-ons are like sliding around your nails. I can't believe I lasted for so long with them, but I know that some girls do glue on their press-on nails. I tried that. It does not work for me. I do like how they're less damaging than glue-on nails, but Dashing Diva were the only ones that ever really looked good on my nail beds. I've tried Impress so many times, and those nails last for like 30 seconds on me before they come sliding off, and they don't fit my nail beds. Like, I just don't love Impress, but I have friends that swear by Impress, so I mean, I think you just have to experiment and see what works for you, but I have so many YouTube videos if you guys want to learn application techniques and my favorites and honest reviews of all the nails that I've tried. So since 2020, I've been wearing glue on nails and I I genuinely love them. I would say static nails are my favorite. They have the best glue, but they keep increasing their price. And I mean, at this point, because they only last for maybe a week, like Today, that's the one that broke off. The set that I have on right now has only been on for like four days, and I lost one yesterday at the valet when I was going to lunch. I put my hand to roll down the window to talk to the valet, and my nail broke off. So that was fun. I'm like scrambling to get out of the car, find my nail. It was the whole thing. But then today, like my thumbnail broke off, or broke in half, and so... They don't always last a week, and so I feel like for the price, it's not necessarily worth it. I feel like they keep increasing their price, probably because they have to, but at this point, I think they're like $20 to $24 for a set of glue-on nails. I mean, that's half of a full-on manicure, so full-on manicure at least will last you three weeks, hopefully. So I don't love that about sadic nails, and then last year, I started to use Olive in June. They came out with these glue-on nails, and I actually do really like them but they were so round that they kind of hurt my flat nail beds, but I think they got so many complaints because they changed them, but now they're kind of weak. So it's like very hit or miss with Olive and June, and their glue is not nearly as good as static. So what I recommend doing is finding the nails that you like and then just use statics glue. You can buy, like if you buy a pack of their nails, the glue lasts way longer than one set. So I just keep that in my purse at all times. They also have their brush-on glue. But the thing with the brush-on glue is you have to use enough. Otherwise, it doesn't work. What else have I tried? OPI oh, yeah, I just came out with some that I reviewed last year and I actually really liked them. But statics glue is definitely better. I did like the nails, though. I thought they were beautiful and then Kiss. So Kiss is so hit or miss. I feel like sometimes they're amazing and for the price they are pretty good but the last set that I put on it was just like a very natural looking almost like a French manicure but the French was blended so it just looked it looked they were pretty but once I put them on they looked horrible. They were like instantly matte on me and they didn't last very long. Lots of air bubbles underneath so yeah, those are my favorites. I feel like just invest in the Static Nails glue and then try whatever nails you want. But that's my thoughts. My whole thing is just I love saving the money because it is kind of crazy how expensive it is. Last time I got mine done, it was like $80, which is just absurd. I should tell you guys a story about how I got kicked out of the nail salon when I was living in San Diego. That was actually really funny because, oh my God, I have so many nail stories. This is probably why I hate going to the nail salon. Now that I'm thinking about it, (laughs) it's always a journey for me. So when I moved down to San Diego... We were living in North County and then Steve and I moved to South County. We lived in Normal Heights. It was so fun. And I could walk to this nail salon. It had just opened and I was, I was a regular. Plus I was always sending them clients. I would chat with all the girls in the salon. Like we were all friends. They would give you this Thai tea while you were getting your nails done, or was it Thai coffee? I don't even know. It was so good though. So what happened was I had my nails done like two days before and my nail broke off and I was like, okay, that's fine. I just called them. It was like a Friday and I totally get that they're busy on weekends. So I just called them to let them know and then try to schedule an appointment for the following week to get my nail fixed. Cause I wasn't in a huge hurry. It was just like, okay, when, when you guys have a minute, just know that my nail broke off and I do want to come back and get it fixed. And he was like, come now. And I was like, no, it's okay. I don't have to come right now. And he was like, no, come in now, we have time. And I'm like, okay. So I dropped everything and I went to the nail salon and then I get there and he was like, oh, this is a bigger break than we thought. We don't have time for this. And I was like, okay, like like I said, I can come in next week. It wasn't that big of an issue. And then he was talking to his wife and they, they were like fighting over me. And while I'm sitting there with my broken nail, trying to schedule an appointment for the following week to get it fixed. And they were arguing very loudly. Everyone in the whole salon is very uncomfortable. And then he comes back over and he was like, we don't want to work with you anymore. And I'm just like, what, what do you mean? And he was like, you're too picky. And I was like, I'm not being picky. I'm trying to be accommodating with your schedule. Like, my nail broke that I just had done. How is that me being picky? And he was like, you're just too picky. We don't want to work with you anymore. And I'm like, okay, fine. But, like, the 20 minutes you just spent arguing with your wife in front of everybody in the salon, you could have fixed my nail and I would have been out of here. But, okay, fine. Like, fix my nail and I will never come back. So I got kicked out of that salon. (laughs) I'm sure I'm leaving out key details to that story. One thing you should probably know about me is I forget the details constantly, (laughs) which is also kind of good because if we're in a fight, like if I ever have a fight with someone that I care about, I probably won't remember exactly what happened or why I'm mad. So as long as I feel like we've made up, then we're made up, you know, we're cool at that point because I just don't remember what happened. (laughs) I wish I did. I wonder if that's also a thing with the functional medicine doctor that they can help me with, but Yeah, so that's my thoughts on nails. I want to talk a little bit about men's skincare. I got a question about that on Instagram today, and men's skincare to me is the same as women's skincare. I think that brands that target men are really just trying to make their products look more masculine. I don't think it has anything to do with our actual skin being different. Like, okay, maybe their skin's a little bit thicker. I don't even know if that's true. Again, I'm not an esthetician. I'm not one to really talk on it, but. I have been testing products on Steve for our entire relationship. And I will say that we use the same products and they really do make a difference for him. So I don't think you need male targeted skincare. I think the only thing is, is that, okay, maybe the guy doesn't want to use the pink bottle and have that on their side of the vanity. So that's where brands really can get men because they're like, "Ooh, look at this chic gray or black packaging and look how manly this looks. I really... I think that's the biggest scam, like Elemis, which was Elemis is one of those brands that I think is definitely not worth it, (laughs) but they sent me some men's skincare and Steve enjoyed it. I think men like it because it smells like men, like manly cologne instead of fruity or whatever women use, but I think brands should not add fragrance two products i just think it's completely unnecessary let us deal with the fragrance of the natural ingredient even if it smells like crap i'd rather have it smell like crap for 30 seconds until it soaks in than smell some crap on my face all day you know so steve's been using the elemis face wash and that i'm actually that bottle has lasted him way too long i'm wondering if he's not using it it's been on our counter for so long. When I met Steve, he had horrible pigmentation and his skin was just dull. And he has nice skin. Guys just have great skin a lot of the time. It's not fair. But he has sunspots on his face and we've really gotten rid of those over the years. I'm very proud of myself and all the products I've tested on him. I will say because I have made him get Botox and Botox makes such a big difference, even for men. It just, if you have set wrinkles, it just smooths you right out. But because I don't have any set wrinkles, it's really hard for me to test wrinkle products. And there's really only been one wrinkle product that worked that like, I could visibly see a difference. And it was Dr. Brandt Wrinkles No More. That actually really worked. We've been testing the Ordinary's Botox in a Bottle one, and I haven't noticed any difference. I think if you're trying to get your man into skincare, I actually have a whole blog post about how i recommend getting your man into skincare i'm going to link that blog post below maybe i'll do a whole segment on that one day because it is it's challenging let's just put it that way i will say sexual favors definitely help Like with Steve, the way I got him to use it for seven days in a row is at the end, I was like, hey, we can do this sexual act if (laughs) you use this for seven days in a row without me having to remind you. And I think after weeks of doing that, I just conditioned him to using it. And now it's like he just uses it because he hopes we're going to do that. And I don't have to bribe him anymore. (laughs) Plus, he's now he's used it consistently. So he's seen the results and he's seen how much better his skin is. There's something else I want to talk about that is one of those things that makes me so upset and it's tipping at med spas. If you're getting a facial at a med spa, fine, you can tip for that. But if you are getting Botox, laser hair removal, a laser facial filler, anything that is done where you need a medical sign off, you do not tip on that. And I don't understand how these med spas are preying on these poor patients that don't know better. The thing with tipping in America is it's gotten out of hand. Like now you drive through the coffee drive through and they want to tip. Like everybody wants a freaking tip now. And I don't understand how nurses are expecting tips. So this is something I talk about a lot on TikTok and my Instagram. And I just like to remind people and put it out there. Like you do not tip for these services. This week, I learned that estheticians are doing Botox and filler and I was (laughs) shocked I like completely mortified and shocked and just all the things what state was that girl in it was South Carolina but I've heard of other states doing it now and I'm I cannot believe it so I'm from California and in California only nurses can even do laser like laser hair removal so I had no idea that when I moved to Nashville, I was being worked on by estheticians. I just wanna say I love estheticians. I think that they are so much better than dermatologists if you're working on a skin issue. I love estheticians, but not <laughs> for medical services, okay? And so I did a collab with this one med spa for sculpting, and the med spa was amazing. I actually really enjoyed working with them. The staff was great, the experience was wonderful but they had a tip line and i i didn't really think anything of it because they also offered facial services and so then one day i went on my stories and i was talking about tipping at med spas and the manager of the spa messaged me and she was like hey next time you're in can we talk and i was like oh gosh am i in trouble like okay like fine so i went in and we chatted about the fact that they tip their estheticians on medical services. So they have their estheticians operating laser facials, cool sculpting. And I was like, so you're expecting a 15 to 25% tip on cool sculpting. Like someone just paid over a thousand dollars for a service and you expect a tip. And she was like, yes, this is how we hire the staff is with that incentive that they're going to be getting tips on these services. And I was like, well, why is it on the patient that already paid for the service? Some of them are financing these services. So she was telling me how estheticians don't make as much. And her reasoning was so backwards. But she was telling me estheticians don't get paid as much as nurses. And so they hire these laser techs and estheticians with the incentive of you're going to be getting tips on everything you do i'm just like uh what that makes absolutely no sense so now these estheticians and laser techs are getting paid more than the nurses and like the actual medically trained staff Uh, and i so i was like why not just pay them more when they do these services like why is it on the patient that already paid for the service to now tip on top of the service they just paid for. You just made thousands of dollars. Why don't you just pay more for that 30-minute, hour-long treatment that they worked on a medical-grade service? And she was like, I don't make the rules. And I was like, so what happens if patients don't tip on that? And she was like, well, then we make up the difference of whatever the tip should have been. So I'm like, so you're tipping an extra $200 like, for a 30-minute treatment because the patient didn't tip? And she was like, yeah, yeah. But you talking about tipping on your Instagram really offended a lot of our staff. And so I felt extremely uncomfortable. I had no idea this was even a thing. And I just, I mean, it was, I never worked with them again. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) And I never promoted them again. I never talked about them again on my Instagram. I just, I never want to send someone to a situation where they're going to feel uncomfortable and when there is a tip line at checkout you feel this weird obligation that you have to tip you should never tip on a medical service i was shocked i just i i don't get it i do not get that world and so whenever i post about it now the only people that defend it are generally the estheticians and the nurses that are getting these tips It's so crazy. But if you've been tipping on Botox or filler, please stop. And if your spa makes you feel obligated or if they have a Venmo at checkout, find a new spa. I mean, that is just the tackiest thing. Leave a review on Yelp. Make sure that every future customer knows that they expect tips on here. And the thing with expecting a tip on a medical or like any sort of beauty service is you think that they're not going to do as good of a job next time. That's a horrible way to feel about someone putting some shit in your face. Like, that's just not the vibe. You do not want to feel like that when you're getting anything done to your appearance. And so I get where they're really capturing people and making them feel guilty about this. But it's just so, so wrong. And and there's states that don't allow medical professionals to get tips. And, like, it's actually illegal for nurses. I think Utah is one of them. I don't... I. I don't know. Whenever I try to ask, like whenever people start defending it, I always try to ask what state they're in. And it's like Texas. I know that everybody expects a tip. I think in California it is illegal, but I know there's a ton of spots that do it. Laser Away did not do it. And so that's why I was so shocked when I learned that this was even a thing, but yeah, crazy. So it's kind of all I have for you today, but I have some fun episodes coming up. So first is my girlfriend, Lauren. She owns a med spa Sunday skin here in Nashville, and she'll be coming on here next week. We're going to talk all things, med spa industry, trending things happening in the med spa industry and just skincare in general and just life. I mean, Lauren's one of my closest friends. And then I'm also going to be interviewing my girlfriend, Taylor. She is a beauty, wellness, fashion blogger. And we just have so much fun together. That will be a really fun episode. I'm so excited for both of them. But if you guys enjoyed this, please like it, share it, follow me on whatever platform you're listening on, leave a review. I'm so grateful you're here. And I really appreciate you giving me your time today.